You're listening to The Top Floor, a podcast featuring critical conversations around property management, community associations, and real estate investing. I'm your host, Sean Forster, an industry trend researcher at Appfolio. Once a month, we embark on a narrative journey into the height of industry disruption. And with the help of thought leaders and changemakers, we bring you the insider knowledge that's fueling our industry's future. Now let's turn it over to Megan, who will take us through today's episode. Quick question before we dive into today's episode. When was the first smart home device created? Did you guess the mid-1960s? A few sources say the first smart device was the Echo 4, an enormous, heavy kitchen gadget built in 1966. But it never made it to market. Not to be confused with Amazon's Echo, the 1960s invention was reported to control a home's temperature and turn appliances on and off, features that are pretty basic compared to today's smart devices. Today's modern iteration of smart home devices have been around for nearly a decade. They're growing in popularity all around, and now their incredible benefit to the property management industry is clear. Although so far their use has been largely limited to new construction or luxury apartments, recent forces have sped up their adoption across many different types of real estate portfolios. What is influencing this growing interest in smart home technology? What can today's smart home systems offer? And how does smart home technology change property management workflows to make life better for on-site teams such as maintenance and leasing, while also improving the resident experience? Essentially, creating space for more human-centered changes. Helping us answer these questions are two founders who have each started smart home technology companies that are now major players in the industry, SmartRent and Butterfly MX. Up first is Mitch Karen. My name is Mitch Karen. I'm a co-founder and currently serve as a chief product officer at SmartRent. And SmartRent is an enterprise home automation and smart building platform uh, purpose-built for the residential housing industry. About a little over a decade ago, prior to getting into technology, I actually sold real estate. I was a real estate agent. I actually sold and leased condominiums uh, right after the market crash of 2008. It was a very busy time in Phoenix. I came across a lot of condominium buildings that were starting to become rentals. And at any point in time, 25% or more of the of the units in the building were actually on the market, either for sale or for lease. And so there was actually times when I would try to show apartments or condos. And in the building, there was a designated area for lockboxes. Everybody is pretty familiar with what a uh, real estate lockbox looks like. And so you can just imagine in a building of four or 500 units, over 100 lockboxes can get very difficult to try to find the right one, number one, and also ensure that the key is actually in the lockbox. Just getting those keys alone not only took me upwards of, a, of 15 minutes to a half an hour to try to find the right lockboxes, but it was a 50-50% chance that the key would actually be in there and I could actually show my client the unit. It was around then when I started just thinking about how can I make this better? There's got to be a better way to do this. I think it was like the next year, both Yale lock manufacturer came out with their first keypad smart lock that could be remotely controlled through a gateway and by your phone. So you could actually remotely grant access. And it was at that point in time, I was like, okay, this has got to be the future. There's no way lock boxes can survive. There's got to be a better way. 
Smart home systems like access control and smart parking are just a few of the tech solutions offered by SmartRent. As the industry grows and smart home comes to describe more and more tech, I asked Mitch, what does the term actually mean today? It's a great starting question because there is a bit of nuance throughout our industry. And I don't think there is a standard definition fully yet that's been adopted by the industry, but I'm happy to share mine. And, my, and mine is is a home, and this can be a single family home or, or an apartment in an MDU setting, obviously, that's equipped with several components, smart devices such as locks, thermostats, lighting controls, and sensors that are all connected to the internet online and can be remotely controlled by a phone, a computer, obviously, as well as voice controls. As we said at the top of the episode, at this stage, smart home systems, so internet-connected door locks, thermostats, and the other home fixtures Mitch mentioned, are mostly found in higher-end buildings. Mitch wants to change that, an industry-wide, human-centered shift he calls democratizing smart homes for renters. For a lot of renters out there, there may be various reasons why you can't get a smart home system uh, in. It might be too complicated for you to deal with. It might be too much of an upfront investment, especially if you're not renting for a long period of time. You know, renters aren't in their residence permanently. And so anytime the renter is expected to make an upgrade, they're not going to necessarily have that same mindset of investing like a homeowner would. So just starting off the bat, the fact that we're offering this all to renters anytime you move into a property that is smart enabled is a huge win. A huge part of SmartRent's business is DFY, or done for you, the more user-friendly cousin of DIY. Under this philosophy, SmartRent performs a majority of the upfront legwork. So the renters aren't required to set up their own smart home systems, and property management staff don't have to deal with complex installation and setup. When renters move into a SmartRent-enabled building, they're turning the key on their own personal smart home environment, which is waiting for them to arrive. So from the onboarding experience of a resident moving into one of our communities, the minute that they move in, they don't have to do any device setup themselves. The minute that they move in, they get access to their building, they get access to their apartment unit, all digitally, and they can start using their devices without ever having to actually touch anything. So with this this DFY concept done for you is a huge benefit for renters. Jumping into the more obvious functionality, the day-to-day functionality, access control is just absolutely paramount and by far the most popular functionality in our system. Being able to not have to deal with keys as a resident anymore is absolutely tremendously helpful. Being able to grant guest access, so if your friends or family or your dog walker or cleaning service need to get access, you don't have to leave a key outside your apartment unit or home anymore. And lastly, being able to monitor remotely. So if you left your door unlocked and you went to work or you went to the grocery store, you can have a peace of mind, but because you can lock it remotely and know at any given time the status of your door lock. Moving beyond access, you know, from the climate and HVAC perspective, there's great benefits. Number one, you can create energy efficient schedules. You know, if you're leaving for work or you're leaving for the weekend, uh, you can make sure that your thermostat is at an optimal level. And second to that, you can also opt into energy savings programs. So most utility companies out there offer a variety of rebates. So if you opt into a demand response program during the middle of the summer or the, or the middle of the winter, you can actually not only save money, but you can help reduce your carbon footprint and stabilize the grid. There's a number of other benefits, such as lighting controls, shades, plug controls, and voice assistance. Look, to really frame everything, you kind of need to step back a little bit. Cyrus Claffey is the founder of ButterflyMX, which makes property access software and video intercom devices, 
or what Cyrus calls smart intercom. There are really kind of three big trends, I think, driving a lot of what's going on with prop tech, at least in that, again, the physical and the digital world. Prop tech is kind of a vast category. And then there are companies like ourselves, which are dealing with this interaction between the physical asset and kind of the digital and how people kind of interact with the physical assets from their smartphones today. So when you step back, there are three macro trends, as I said. So first is it's really the adoption of smartphones by residents, by property managers, really everybody. And essentially, what does that mean? It means we have a computer in our pocket that's connected to the internet. Wow, that really opens up kind of a whole world of possibilities. And that's what we've seen. You can basically do everything from this, you know, listen to music, do your banking, buy a plane ticket, date, as well as control doors in a building. So that's kind of the first thing. Second thing is we live in this on-demand lifestyle. We want everything now. No, not now, we want it yesterday, right? It's like, we're so well-trained for that. So that's kind of the second thing. It's like this really on-demand lifestyle that we've really become accustomed to. And all this infrastructure has now been built out to accommodate that. So really what it is, is through the smartphone, people have the means to order services. There are all these companies creating a supply of services. And then there's a tremendous demand for all of this functionality now that it exists. The only way a building or really the entire kind of economic ecosystem can deal with this is through technology platforms, right? That's the only thing that's scalable enough, or in our case, bridges that physical world divide of I need to get that package into the building from this digital service that I've ordered, and I can use my smartphone to facilitate that. As Cyrus points out, while the economy is primed for smart devices, actually creating something that residents want to use is another challenge entirely. Once you've actually developed a functionality that you think the residents or the property managers may want, are you delivering that functionality in a way that's user-friendly? Is it a good user experience? Meaning, is it easy to use? Is it easy to navigate? Or does it become kind of a pain to actually use this functionality? If it is, forget about it. And that's a lesson I learned years and years ago doing whole building infrastructure design. We would create these amazing amenity spaces, which were great for the lease walkthrough but nobody actually ever used it once they moved in because they were overly complicated. And so I think one of the really cool things you're seeing in today's world is how really all the market participants, I I think, have that as part of their DNA. They're really focused on a good user experience because they know that if that's the case, you're gonna use the platform. So in terms of residents, I think when you step back and, and think about today's consumer profile or resident profile, There's a lot of millennials in the mix, obviously, today. They kind of seem to be driving the bus in terms of how people think about what they want to develop in terms of platforms and so forth. But, you know, when you look at them, it's like, look, millennials don't want to feel controlled, want to do it when they want to do it on their terms. They don't want to be constrained in terms of how they live their lives. Don't tell me, I'll tell you. So they don't want to be waiting in their apartments for the delivery guy to show up, for the dog walker to show up, or back in the day, it was like, you gotta wait for the cable guy to show up if you want your internet service. They'll have none of that. All right, so to summarize, several trends are converging around smart devices and driving their popularity. Not the least of these trends, younger generations' preferences and smartphones, which empower residents to access greater and greater services. 
property managers too are empowered by these devices and developments. So how can smart home technology improve the lives of on-site staff? My on-site staff is spending all that time dealing with handing out the key. Same thing with package delivery. I mean, we've all heard those stories. We're just way more aware of that as well. Why? Because the building was trying to like accommodate the needs of their renters. And so the whole thing I think about cloud-based, smartphone-based access platforms is that you can get rid of all of that. You can basically free up the onsite team's time to do the more higher value add things. What everybody is trying to think about, whether you're an operator or a technology company like ourselves, is all right, what are these processes that are recurring, because if it's recurring, I can automate it, that take up the on-site staff's time or take up the residents' time. And so these are kind of the things that people key in on and go, listen, when it comes to electronic access or smartphone-based access platforms, this is a perfect opportunity to kind of automate that process, give back the property management team their time, and actually do it in a way more secure, efficient manner as well because everything is documented. Okay, the person came, they got the key. Okay, I know that. They went up into the apartment. I get an alert that they came into the apartment. They walk the dog. They come back to the apartment and they drop off the key. I get alerts kind of each step of the way. So there's actually way more of an audit trail than you would typically have than if everything was just being done with people like, hey, hi, you know, nice to see you. Can I get the key again? So there's a much higher level of security around that. The other thing is when you start to look at people's time, by giving back that time, what does that allow the on-site staff to do? Obviously, they can focus on the more higher value add activities, which are going to drive retention. And if you can do anything to reduce retention, you know, which I think is anywhere from like 30 to 50% in a year, that means 50% of the current residents are gonna be moving out. You can do anything to reduce that number, you've really hit a home run. So give back the onsite team their time so they can focus on higher value add things like retention, and everybody's gonna be happy. It's gonna be a win-win-win situation, right? A lot of them coincide with what I said on the resident benefits perspective. Mitch Karen again. But really, when you think about the user journey of property managers, it really touches virtually every day-to-day -day process operationally and really helps streamline almost everything that they do day in, day out, and not just leasing, but maintenance as well. From the property management perspective, access control, again, is, is just absolutely paramount. Getting rid of your keys on property, you know, if you think about having to manage hundreds or thousands of physical brass keys, you know, that just becomes a lot to manage, uh, not just for your own staff, but giving out keys to vendors uh, or giving out keys to guests and whatnot, it is a very difficult thing. So being able to digitize that entire management of access from the leasing perspective, from the maintenance perspective is just, is just absolutely paramount. Work orders and automatically generating access codes for work orders is extremely beneficial to the maintenance staff. You know, historically the maintenance staff drives around in golf carts or is running up and down the elevator hundreds of times a day checking keys out, grabbing keys, making sure vendors have keys, and then moving into the vertical urban high rises. I would say the biggest benefit, the more vertical you're getting is in the asset protection. And anytime a piece of equipment in a, in a high rise asset has an issue, whether it's an appliance leaking, a sink leaking, or an HVAC system having an issue, potential catastrophic that that can cause, 
is far greater than obviously a garden style property and obviously a single family home. So if you've got a leak on the 10th floor and it goes unnoticed for hours or days, just think about the pandemic in New York City. Lots of people left their buildings to go to different places. New York City had a temporary exodus and there was leaks in these buildings and some of them went unnoticed for six months. And you know, the more floors that that impacts, I mean, we're talking millions and millions of dollars worth of damage. On the climate perspective, very similar benefits are given to property managers, not just for their common areas and being able to control schedules on common areas, as well as you know, opt into energy rebates in common areas, but automatically put vacant units in a special setting that optimizes energy management while the unit is vacant. So the minute that the resident moves out, we have logic that can set the thermostat into this eco mode or an auto mode. So instead of having to actually physically go to the thermostat to make sure that it's in the right mode, it's automatically done for them. So there's a huge amount of benefits on the HVAC side as well. Our niche starts with our story. And the story is that myself and the rest of our founding team aren't just technologists. Our COO, his first job out of college was a leasing agent. He worked his way up to an executive at a property management company. Our CEO owned a property management company himself. And so we've all sat on the other side of the table. We've all been operators ourselves. And so when we think about building the products, deploying the products, whether it's hardware, software, installation services, the level of empathy that we have is just, is just higher. It's on a whole new level than our competitors. When you think of empathy, it's about solving problems for customers. Simply put, we solve the problems for people faster and we anticipate people's needs for what they want next. And when we started SmartRent, we knew from the beginning, number one, we just had to be very flexible about what hardware we supported. We couldn't just support one door lock. We couldn't just support one thermostat. And from a connectivity standpoint, we also had to be very flexible. It couldn't just be one internet cellular carrier. It couldn't just be cellular. We had to also support Wi-Fi and Ethernet because every building has something different. So it was a hyper-focus initially on just platform flexibility. That was kind of the biggest number one for us. Number two was surveying every property, doing a very, very in-depth survey of the door locks, the thermostats, the wiring the building networking systems you know a lot of our competitors just they don't survey properties well and you just run into issues and i can't emphasize enough how much that's helped us there's still surprises that do come up every time every construction project is always a surprise but we're able to minimize that and that's allowed us to deploy at scale because we've surveyed properties and we've been upfront in terms of our flexibility on top of doing more detailed property surveys which allows smart rent to be nimble and better prepared to respond to obstacles their system is cloud-based. And one of the biggest benefits to a system being fully cloud-based is you can make updates to the system regularly, whether that's mostly on software, but also on device firmware. Things are constantly updated and constantly getting upgraded. Within their corner of the industry, Cyrus and his team at Butterfly MX also have their sights set on the future and are pushing the boundaries of smart home systems. So we've been undergoing this kind of build out process and you know we're releasing all these new products like self-guided touring, like a keypad for the amenity spaces. We've also integrated with door locks now to provide this end-to-end -end solution because that really allows people to get the full benefit of the value prop, which is if you could control every aspect of the doors in this building, what kinds of cool services could you build on top of it that are gonna make life more convenient 
give you more control, not have you sit in your apartment, but be able to be wherever you want to be, but still avail yourself of all of these different services and the value they provide you as a consumer. So that's really the mission that we've been on really from day one, because for us, the intercom was the starting point, but it was really in the back of our minds, we had this eye on the future, which is eventually you're gonna want deliveries into your apartment. You're gonna want things in your apartment. Of course, no discussion of smart devices is complete without addressing user privacy. So how does smart rent tackle what's often a sensitive issue? It's a great question. And we think of it as if there's activity and there's events happening inside the actual home or apartment unit, most of that is off limits. We do track it, obviously, and display it for the resident, but it's not stuff that we share. We're not sharing every time you unlock and lock your apartment door. We don't necessarily care about that. Property managers don't care about that. If there is an issue related to maintenance, devices, batteries are low, the thermostat reports a very high or low temperature, or the leak detector obviously reports a leak, those are issues and those are data and events that happen inside the unit that we will share with the property manager because that's related to asset protection. Again, our system is not only designed to make residents be happier with a smart home system, but it's to also protect the property too. You know, if a leak gets detected or a unit is too cold or too hot, we're gonna alert the property staff of that issue. Human-centered change is a team effort, which is why SmartRent and Butterfly MX have partnered with Appfolio Property Manager Plus to build integrations that will benefit property management companies, their staff, and of course, their residents. So this is really the future, I think, in terms of what we're doing right in the space. It's like merging in and integrating with all these other platforms that people are using to facilitate that good outcome at the end of the whole workflow. And in terms of Appfolio, we're really excited that we've completed this integration with Appfolio. And what it means is we're giving time back to all the buildings that are using Appfolio and Butterfly MX. The reason for that is before this integration, if you had Appfolio as your property management system and you had Butterfly MX at your building, every time somebody moved in or moved out, you would have to go into Butterfly MX and add or delete that resident, depending on whether they moved in or out. Now, with the integration between our two companies, whenever you're adding somebody into Appfolio, into the rent role, you include their move-in date and their move-out date. And so that automatically gets ported over into Butterfly MX so that the building directory on the touchscreen at the front of the building is automatically updated without the property manager needing to do anything. And when you think about that time savings, kind of gives back time to them so they can do these other more higher value add things that keep the residents happier. Back to Mitch at SmartRent. To get into specifics, integrate several different data sets with the property management systems. And I'll speak specifically for Appfolio. In the first data set we pull, is the property and unit data. And so when we're when we're essentially in starting to install our smart home systems, we upload all that property data and that unit data into our system. So it essentially builds the architecture, that core uh, infrastructure layer of that property. Second, we pull in the resident data, which is paramount for not having to do double data entry and worry about duplicate data and poor data uh, entry and whatnot. So we pull in the resident data, we sync that, and we sync all this data in nearly real time. And then the magic really happens when we actually do a move-in uh, and a move-out. And so the move-in workflow is complicated logic. 
but it does a lot of amazing things. So when you actually move somebody in the Appfolio system, it triggers our workflow in SmartRent to do several things. It essentially gives the resident immediate access to the building. So if they've got a credential for their perimeter gate or the lobby door, the elevator, common area doors, whatever doors you want to give them to, it immediately gives them a credential for that. It gives them access to their apartment unit. So it gives them access to the smart door lock in their apartment unit or home. And then it gives them access to their smart home system. Again, this is all automated through that workflow. And so from an onboarding perspective, you do the remote work, you can do the remote move-ins now. And the resident gets all this stuff, all the functionality immediately when you click that button. No additional button has to be pressed in our system. On the inverse side, when you go to move somebody out, the, the opposite happens. All the resident credentials get removed. You don't have to worry about lingering fobs or lingering credentials. All that's automatically wiped from the system. So they don't have access to the unit. They don't have access to the building. Their, their smart home account uh, is also deactivated. So they can't keep controlling the thermostat or lights or whatever. And the unit also goes immediately back into a vacant state. And you can create your customized vacant state. So your thermostat can be set to a specific uh, automation or schedule. Your lights can be also scheduled or automated based on whatever setting you want. Your staff immediately regains access as well. So as soon as you move that person out of that folio, the staff immediately gets their access and the unit goes into vacant mode. And no one actually has to touch any devices. It's completely all automated on the software side. So again, you can really just start to visualize and imagine how much this actually benefits the operational workflow. Let's talk about work orders for a minute. We also sync in all the work orders, whether it's created by the property staff for things like a, a routine inspection, whether the resident submits it or our system obviously creates the work order. And we automatically give access, temporary access for those work orders for the staff. So the staff doesn't have to go into our system or anywhere to create the code. It's automatically granted uh, to them based on that work order happening. So again, when you're thinking about maintenance technicians and everything from a routine work order to an emergency work order that comes up, they don't have to maneuver all these different software systems. They're just getting access codes as soon as the, the issues arise and they don't have to go back to key track. They don't have to go back and get their keys and whatnot. Everything is completely streamlined from that instance. So we're really hitting several major points. We're hitting leasing, we're hitting resident move-ins and move-outs. We're hitting work orders. You know, there's there's just a, a ton of benefits. And again, it all comes back to solving problems and making our customers better at what they do. This idea, streamlining property management workflows to improve both the on-site staff experience and the resident experience, is something that we bring up all the time on the top floor. Smart home technology, when coupled with the power of a comprehensive property management system, is another great example of how technology really opens the door for human-centered change. Pun intended. Special thanks to Mitch Karen of Smart Rent and Cyrus Claffey of Butterfly MX. We at Upfolio are thrilled to have partnered with these two companies on the forefront of smart home innovation. We'll link to their websites in the show notes. And thank you for joining us on the top floor. We'll see you next month with a new episode. Thanks for listening to The Top Floor. For more property management insights, visit us at appfolio.com. And don't forget to subscribe to The Top Floor on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or wherever you listen. We'll see you next time.